It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s male against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures, visit my website, bestifyoudon't.com. Part 45, I rage quit for fun. Back to this $18 an hour bullshit for a minute. The Great Resignation had a horrendous effect on the mental and behavioral health community, the effects of which were especially devastating in my lame case management agency. While aspiring to help families suffering from mental and behavioral health challenges is a worthwhile pursuit, I previously detailed for you how the government and private systems work to steal as much money as possible in lieu of actually helping anyone. I once worked with a homeless teen who wanted $500 to go into the same halfway house her mom lived in while trying to get clean. Sounded good to me. This young girl eschewed coming into clinics and previously refused any and all form of counseling through my lame case management agency. I filled out the forms for that once a year cash assist we're allowed to use to help our families, but our psychotic new site director rejected my request and said not without convincing the girl to accept wraparound services from us. I told the psychotic new site director that my homeless teen wasn't interested in a therapist and was only agreeing to speak with me in regard to the very specific type of help for which she was asking cash to join the halfway house. The psychotic new site director, who I'll call Karen from here out, said this plan was terrible because my homeless teen would need another cash assist the next month. Nope. I said the halfway house uses its resources to help the residents get jobs after getting them clean, and then everyone pays their own rent each following month. Unmoved, Karen wouldn't accept anything short of forcing this girl to come into the office and sign up for a weekly counseling service with us. When I went back to my teen with the news, she hung up on me and disappeared forever. Now, let me take you on a quick semi-related tangent. When I was still a group home supervisor, I met a case manager from this lame case management agency named Vera. She was chubby but cute and super passionate about working with teens. She was too young to know she couldn't really make a difference while with a lame case management agency. Every now and again, a resident in my group home had behavioral needs that were case managed by Vera. So we worked together on and off and naturally started banging. Vera made weird requests, besides asking me to do her in the butt, such as wanting the ability to stop into my apartment when I wasn't home and tend to phone calls or emails while she was out in the community. Sometimes I relented, and sometimes I didn't. There was a time we had satisfying sex, but I refused to let her spend the night when she wouldn't stop propagandizing her work with the lame case management agency. Apparently, after I kicked her out, she went and got drunk at a bar and then was assaulted. Ghosting her was difficult because she relentlessly pursued me for the purpose of providing the sheriff's department with a DNA sample. She wanted to press charges against her bar assailant, but his forensic evidence needed to be separated from mine from that same night. My conscience finally weighed on me enough to consent to the swabbing, and then I saw myself out of Vera's life for good. 
Footnote, if you ever go to a woman's house and she hasn't disabled motion smoothing, also known as the soap opera effect on her new television set, then just leave. That's the default feature intended to make live sports look better, but causes movies to look worse. Get your shit together, Vera. Back in the future, Vera suddenly appeared on one of my cases as one of those state auditors that doesn't really supply any contribution of value to the lives of children and their families. About as soon as I recognized her name, my phone rang and Vera was on the other line ready to gloat about her superior position. She said she found me working the same job I kicked her out of my apartment for glorifying was ironic. I told her I invented a boys group, so my job was more fulfilling than when she did the same thing, only worse, and that I was actually a high school teacher who was temporarily transplanted to mental and behavioral health while COVID-19 ran its course. Vera started bossing me around in regards to the client we shared, and I let the phone drop to my side, wishing I could just kick her out of my apartment again. When she finished talking, I told her I was going to ask that this case be reassigned due to our past personal relationship. She called my site and asked to speak with the supervisor of the day to complain. That just made her look stupid, and Karen and Contessa reassigned the case while laughing about an ex-girlfriend of mine acting hysterical and crazy. Although I got what I wanted, I realized I benefited from the patriarchy, even though Karen and Contessa are women, and was probably in the wrong. Vera's okay. I just didn't want to work with her again, and talking to her reminded me that case management jobs are beneath me, and everyone who isn't Vera. I was looking for a reason to quit when two events made me realize the time was right. The first event was when Karen fired Contessa. Karen was a bumbling fool who stepped up to direct our site after our site had been running itself just fine for months. Lame case management agencies and their corporate layers are so damn top-heavy, there is always another bumbling fool piled on until the whole company collapses under its own weight. Karen toiled at dumb shit, like scheduling unnecessary meetings, asking us without authenticity if we remembered our self-care, setting up hot cocoa tables instead of advocating for staff raises, and forcing people back into the office before reversing herself because COVID-19 still spreads like wildfire. Watching Karen talk to poor minority women in the lobby was always hilarious, especially when one of them would give her a piece of their mind. Best get out of my face, white bitch. That never got old. Anyway, Karen fired Contessa when Contessa finally decided that she might want to scale back her work and spend more time with her own kids. Contessa said she was open to part-time employment, and Karen called security to escort her out of the office in tears. The second event was when a co-worker showed me that our lame case management agency jacked up its starting pay for our position to try and make up for nobody wanting to take the job. The evidence was all over our company's postings on popular job-seeking websites. Incensed, I went to Karen and asked why my pay, when my pay, was going to be increased to what the new people would be making. She chuckled and told me, that's not how it works. Your boy went back to his cubicle and thought for a moment. No, that is exactly how it works. 
I looked over my caseload and triple-checked that all my new clients waiting to leave the hospital after suicide attempts had completed referrals for outpatient services. Then I went on a farewell tour around the office. I told Horatio, Nika, and Amy goodbye without them knowing I was about to fuck off forever. I walked back to my cubicle and left my keys, fob, badge, laptop, and phone on my desk. I drove home, then remotely logged into my email and sent a message to my entire site. In my screed, I said I was going to get drunk and never come back. I blind copied my work wife, who works at a different site, for cool points. And then I got drunk and never again worked at the lame case management agency. The outpouring of support from suddenly former coworkers was overwhelming. Somehow my personal number spread around and I learned that everybody hated their jobs as much as I did. I knew I did the right thing because if people like me who can walk away from a bad deal don't walk away, then nothing will ever get better. Karen now has to pay some new person the higher rate to replace me, and my replacement won't be half as effective, or even a quarter as sexy. I quit on Friday, and the relief I felt not going back on Monday was orgasmic. It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s male against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures, visit my website, bestifyoudon't.com.